It's your favorite, Nyanka, and this is Redefine Success, Episode 3. Today we have guest Akeem Ville with us here. Introduce yourself. Hey, everybody. My name is Akeem Ville, and I'm a rapper slash engineer. What inspired you to start music? I uh, started music, kind of had an epiphany in 2014. Just decided it's something I wanted to pursue. Um, something I really felt that I could do and achieve these goals um, if I stuck to it. What were your career, I mean, I know you started when, wait, you said in 2014? 2014, yeah. So what were your career goals before then? Before then, I was in school. Actually, um, yeah, I was in school. I was like at Delaware County Community College for like two years. This was when I was like 20 years old. And yeah, I just fucking didn't like it. But what were you going for? Oh, I was going for journalism. Actually, I was literally on the verge of completing that program at Delco. And you just decided that music was more your path? Absolutely. So basically, I had a few friends. I tell the story all the time. I had like a group of friends, and I had one of the friends go to rap in front of me. And I like kind of had an epiphany to myself, like a mini epiphany that, you know, you can actually be good. Because before then, I only saw um, people on TV rapping, and they were good. So it was the first time seeing someone that I knew in real life be pretty good. I'm not saying amazing, but pretty good to a point where I'm like, you know, you have, a, you have potential to be like you know, really good and kind of just inspired me, like sparked something in me to, you know, maybe pursue that. And it, only, it took a while for me to actually get into it, to be honest. So um, I know you produce as well. What did you start out doing first, producing or writing? I engineer. So production as far as like not the beat making aspect of it, more so like the orchestration of it, like organizing, like uh from like a traditional sense of production, that's what I do. Um, but I started off writing first. Writing has always been my top priority, but I took a, took a step back to learn engineering for a little bit. Um, kind of slowed me down a little bit though. Would you say you're a strong writer? I'm an amazing fucking writer. Oh my gosh, I'm impeccable when it comes to the writing. For those of you that don't know, Akeem just graduated from Temple, actually, from the Media and Communications School. And didn't you say that you wrote, like, research papers before? Yeah, I mean, I've helped um, family members, like, pursuing their PhD with, like, their, you know, the, what the hell is that shit called? Like, the, when you're about to go for your PhD. I don't Doctor? freaking know. 
No. The PhD is... It's, oh, like a test? No, it's, it's a paper that you write. Oh, my God. The fact that it's slipping from my head is ridiculous. But, um, no, I've written for, like, the paper. Like, Adele Co. I wrote for the paper a few times. Like, their front page uh, articles. I've written for, you know, Temple News. Just, like, local newspapers in Philly. And just, yeah. How has your writing style, like, obviously, like, writing for... Writing a research paper or just a paper for class... Mm-hmm. But then writing a song, how is that different? And how do you, you know, I feel like when a song, it has to be more concise, but you're still trying to tell a story. Would you say it's harder or does it just come more natural to you? So as far as writing, I love playing around with words. And one of the main reasons why I couldn't do the traditional form of journalism was because it's so restricted to AP style formatting and writing. (laughs) And I was just kind of over it. And I wanted something to actually you know, use my brain on, right? Because you have to stick to a certain structure with like the journalistic style of writing. Mm-hmm. So it's it's honestly a lot like easier for me to write lyrics, um, quite frankly. It's just, you know, playing around with words. Something I love doing. While you were in school, did you feel as if, because I mean, I know as a client student while I was advertising, um, <clears throat> we have to do a lot of papers. Mm-hmm. Do you feel as if, the time you spent writing papers took away from your creativity when mm. it came to writing songs? Mm. Yeah, the time I spent in school as a whole, like, it kind of, it kind of, you know, certain classes, it was, like, kind of pointless towards, like, my whole, like, um, my career as, like, an artist. But I'm thankful for some of the audio classes I actually got to take. Um, but yeah, definitely, you know, it's expected in school. Like you got to take a bunch of useless classes sometimes, unfortunately. Now I get that. Um, I know I definitely, I have writer's block a lot, especially cause I have to take a lot of, um, writing intensive courses. So whenever it comes to writing my blogs, sometimes I just, I'm just not, you know, I don't feel like doing it as much or I just yeah. feel like it's harder for me, yeah. um, to get into it cause I'm just so burnt out from it's writing papers. It takes a lot out of you. I mean, for me, unfortunately, I've always just been so confident to a point where it's like hockey with my writing, where like I literally write all my stuff like the day before with it, and I still get like A's and stuff, which is like something that I shouldn't like advertise to like the younger people who like are going to school and stuff. But yeah, for me personally, I'm like whatever, it's writing. But you won an award. Yeah, what did I win an award in again? I won. Oh my god, guys, he's so cocky. You won a multimedia, like, didn't you win, like, a multimedia award? I won, I, so I got a scholarship, um, for Lou Client Excellence in the Media Awards, basically just being a part of a lot of, um, not just organizations, but really making your impact on the community as far as, like, being involved with student programming, like, Temple Tonight or Temple Update, uh, The Vibe, you know, I did, like, audio production for them, live sound production, and I was involved with uh, certain projects around campus as well, so I was fortunate enough to know a few people that recommended me for that award. Okay. Yeah, make friends with professors. I always tell kids that, be friends with professors, like, yeah, I mean, get connections, because at the end of the day, like, you're... You're great. It's a great asset to have friends, generally yeah. speaking. But are those friends gonna like potentially get you jobs? You know, unless they have a job, and you guys are like on the same playing field. So you have to like reach out to people who are already in that position that has been there and done that, that has connections, right? Because it's all about connections. You yeah. could be the person that 
potentially helps your friend out. You don't always like think that the people you're hanging out with eventually you're gonna like have them pull you up. You know, be that person that reaches out so you can potentially help someone else. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know, um, I go to Temple as well, and I feel like fortunate enough for Akeem and I, we have professors within our college that I feel like they're they're really good at being helpful. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, they're always willing to like get you connected to their resources. Yeah. So I feel like it's kind of stupid on your part not to take advantage of that. So I do agree with you yeah. wholeheartedly. Definitely take advantage of it. You're paying too much freaking money too, like if you're paying to come to school. But do it, you know what I'm saying? Connect with people. Apart from school, the Philly music scene is definitely growing. And how would you say that your music is different from those amongst your demographic? Uh, how do my music, uh, how's my music different? Oh, yeah, amongst man. your peers, because there's a lot of... I feel like, I feel like with my sound, people definitely know, like, like when you first hear it, people always kind of like are taken aback a little bit with like, I think for, in a lot of ways, it's very like um, reminiscent of like old school type sounds, but also like, when I say old school, I mean like soul sample type old school. Because my writing format has just been, like, just the fucking choruses I write just off the bat. It's just, it sounds like old school samples. But as far as, like, my general sort of writing uh, method is basically just expressive. It's just, like, it's lyrical. It's something that comes from, a like, a real place. And, yeah, it's some turn-up shit. But there's a lot of, like, coherent sort of conscious stuff as well what's your writing prices what's your writing process like writing process when like in terms of what though music yeah in terms of music because we know you hand your papers in like yeah, you write yeah. your papers the day before yeah so my <laughs> process um with writing music is basically i hear a beat and literally i hear the words that's basically it like you know on some beethoven shit I literally hear the beat and like the words come to me like with my chords. Like if I hear a beat and I don't hear words, that's probably not the beat I should get on. Like, really? I literally, like literally, when I hear when I hear songs, I hear words. That's when I hear beats, I hear the words. Like the words like come up. It's like when it's playing, I know what it's saying. Like that, and you just so you I just, just so I you just, just start writing down the words. I just write it down. Do yeah. when you hear the words like okay, so say. Like, the first thing that comes to my mind when I hear it, it's like... So you put down, like, okay, bubblegum. And then, like, like another I, word pops I'll in, do, or is it, like, actually a string, like, it says a sentence? It's literally the whole thing. Like, the whole format comes to me. So, like, basically, like, I, when I heard the Kelly Rowland beat, like, literally the chord was, like... Like, literally, that was, like, the words that came to me just like that. Just, like, that's just how, like, I make songs like this shit just comes to me and i know like it's coming from a real place like it connects to that beat like this is what that beat is saying like i like to listen to a beat and like really try to make the most out of the beat as far as like okay what is this saying like just raw by itself with no vocals on it what is this because the beat has its own thing whoever's making the beat the producer the per- the beat maker like there's something behind it. there's a story behind it at least that's what i like to think of it when I, you know, see a beat. A lot of times, too, I, I have a lot of open verses that I can throw on, like, some tracks as well, so. Have you ever worked with another music engineer? Like, have you ever used someone engineer. else's beat? 
Absolutely. Yeah, I use a lot of people's beats. Yeah. A lot most of my shit is like people's beats to be honest with you. Um, like for me, I did the engineering shit, but like the music, like beat making aspect of yeah. it was something that till this day, like I still don't feel like I had that time to like invest on like in like sitting down and just making beats and becoming like an extraordinary beat maker. I still can, but I really just wanna Focus push things that. forward. I wanna focus on mastering this and then moving forward to that next step because I need to have some elevation in where I'm at right now. What do you feel like is the hardest part for you being an up and coming artist or as part. or a challenge that has oh man most been presented to it's you. a lot of challenges. Um I think that I I think that I'm fortunate enough to work at a place like Rec Philly where I have resources. The challenge is always like being one in 50 billion people that's doing music like in philly you feel me like i know that number is astronomical but everybody you know every dude is like a musician in some way shape or form right so it's just about weaving through it and really like knowing that everybody says they do music might not really do music and really like having people acknowledge your work or like reaching out to certain people, like for me personally, it's reliability, like relying on people and like reaching out to people and collaborating with different people, stuff like that. I think that's like some of the most difficult parts. Like when you're not at a certain level, it's always like, oh, you're just another rapper, blah, 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 blah. It's never taken that serious on that level. And I'm at a place where it's like, y'all gotta fucking acknowledge what the fuck I'm doing. Cause like, I'm fucking great, but it's hard for you to prove that if you haven't proved that. Yeah. <laughs> It's hard for you to say it, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just at a place where I just got to, like, put shit out and, like, have Just some, continue to keep putting stuff have out. Have that momentum. Yeah, have that growth, right, and following and everything so people can be like, all right, yeah. Would, would you say that's the biggest thing that someone that's pursuing music, you know, should do, like, is consistency? Hell yeah, definitely be consistent. Definitely believe in yourself. Um, those are two very poignant things that you have to do, like, Believe in yourself, one, because when you start coming out music, I was like, I was like hiding in fact that I did music for like the first like year and a half, like almost two years, to be honest with you, just because everybody else did it. And I was the type of person that was like, before I started doing music, I was not really, I thought that people that was doing music was just wasting their time, to be honest with you. That wasn't big. So I always like, I was battling with myself as far as like doing the music shit. But at the same token, I knew that. I'm the type of person that if I put my all into something, like I can do whatever the fuck I want. So I always believed that, but I knew that people couldn't see that initially. They wouldn't be able to see it. So I always like kept it quiet. Like what Kanye West said, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, don't let the dreams kill us, kill your self-esteem. You know, if they don't know your dreams, they can't shoot it down. So that's the method I went with. But I would say definitely consistency. Definitely um, continue to get better within yourself as a musician. And yeah, play your shit for people. I know earlier, um, I just want to go back because I know earlier you said that you're fortunate enough for Rec Philly. Mm -hmm. And I want those that are listening to understand and know what Rec Philly is so that if they are artists or creatives, um, that's a facility that they can use as a source. Absolutely. So I'll go into Rec Philly. Rec Philly is basically, it's, it's a two-part company, right? We have one part, which is a full-service sort of creative agency where you reach out to, we have clients and you have people that they get 
pretty much performances and gigs for, which most of them are through the program of Rec Philly, uh, the membership. And that membership with Rec Philly is basically you have a place, a location, you know, where you can have resources, right? So you have access to these resources. You have basically like an incubator where you can have artists uh, of every sort of type, every type of artist can come to this one setting and you can collaborate, you can network, you can find different resources as far as like information and seminars and live performances, things of that nature. Um, yeah, yeah, you have a space where you can literally do the shit you need to do as far as like recording or painting, dancing, whatever you can imagine, graphic design, you know, and we also have like a retail store, a new space that's opening up the Knife and Market. Oh, I didn't so know new, that. The new fashion district, so oh. it's going to be dope as hell. Would you say that Rack Philly is the place where, what do I want to say? The place to be? No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Would you say that Rec Philly is where you produce your better work? Like, I feel like every artist uh -huh. has, like, that creative space, that go-to where they, you know, that's where they, they create uh -huh. the bops. Is that your element, or do you have, like, another secret, like, element that we to, don't know about? To be quite honest with you, I like to, I like the lights off, and I like to be as comfortable as possible to, like, create my best work. So I would say my bedroom's always, like, my best place where I can like create music and I had a little like recording I had my mic up had a little setting in my bedroom and I like to be by my fucking self when I create too so it's like yeah I like to just test my brain like oh that's hot I like that alright I like that I don't like to be around people when I write cause then, then it's like people are waiting for you to, like finish your verse and shit I wanna take my fucking time like <laughs> you know what I'm saying I wanna make sure this shit is hot first like you know what I'm saying? I like to go over it like five times. So when you blow up, you're not going to create in like a room full of people. I mean, I can. Like, doesn't matter. I'll I'll pull a Jay-Z and shit and go off the top when I go in a booth. Don't matter. Do you find it therapeutic? Music? Fuck yeah. Like, music fucking saved me in a few, in a certain ways, like, as far as like mentally and shit. Like, you know, like mental health goes a long way when it comes to like creating and like expression and really telling your story through music like it goes a long way do you feel as if i know in our community or just in community in general like when we talk about mental health a lot of us when we think of therapy we just think of the generic general form of therapy uh -huh. would you say or would you in the future potentially offer you know, music therapy workshop for those, you know, that are looking for other outlets than just yeah. general therapy. Hell yeah. I have a bunch of goals. Like, I really, my biggest goal right now is just really the music shit and, like, getting to a point where I know that I've grown from this point that I'm at at this very moment. So that's going to happen when I put out my project. But my bigger goal, bigger picture, has always been, like, using music as a ladder to, like, create an actual change, right? You know, my thing... It's not be 40 years old and putting out like another project. My thing has always been to like help people out like in a very like significant way, right? Use music as like a platform to talk about certain things, right? To create, you know, create a call to action to certain things, mobilize people. Um, and I think that mental health and just like in the black community specifically, even the African community, has been like 
slept on, like it's taboo and it's like not really valued like how it should. And that's one of the things that I want to really address and really combat like as much as I can. Like, you know, when I, once I get to a certain level, not saying I have to get to a certain level to get there, but that takes a lot of mm-hmm. time and energy. And the way I want to go about shit is just very hands-on with it. And I don't want to be doing music that I'm doing this because like this shit music is a full time fucking job like I'm not trying to put my foot in one thing and then I'll be doing this on the side let me just concentrate on music and get to where I need to be put out an amazing project and get to a next level where I have more eyes on me and I can reach out and have more resources then I have my real goals you know what I'm saying like music is not the real goal it's the real goal right now but as far as like the bigger picture, you know, picture of my life music is not the fucking goal for me like my goal is to always like empower people and to like so it's an help out, it's people. like an outlet to music is a ladder okay. i'm using that to get to where i need to be so basically. what and i love music that's my thing not to say that i'm like just using music like oh this is easy i'm gonna do it like that or like no, just a means for money no, i absolutely fucking love music because you know i wouldn't be doing this for four years and have like no fucking established nothing really established and like really being broke and spending all this money if i didn't love it you know what i'm saying because the money i put into music is fucking ridiculous right now so when would you say excuse my language if there's kids watching this (laughs) excuse my fucking language you're not watching it you're listening it's a podcast well they they should you should record this at some point because i'm watching this (laughs) anyways um when would you say that you've succeeded fuck um when i meet beyonce that that's how you know you've succeeded yeah because like once i meet beyonce like that's it like i can like you know what i'm saying like all the girls can be like oh my god you met beyonce like oh my gosh oh yes what would you say to beyonce i'd be like you know where's jay i'd be like you're amazing you know you're the you're the artist of this generation you know we you know i'm not a necessarily the biggest because I probably shouldn't say that but you know I, I know I love her as a as a person for sure so in all seriousness you know you've succeeded when you met you met Beyonce yeah but that's just the first thing that came to my mind to be honest as far as like knowing I succeeded just being able to I, I honestly would like to I want to sell out I want to do a show at the fucking Leah Cora Center that's what I want to do that ass. I want to do a show at Leah Court Center. Like that's my goal. Like I went to Temple and like I wanna I wanna sell out the Leah Court Center. Like that's for those my, that don't know. Yeah. It's a is this a I guess it's a performance it's a, center. It's a performance venue. Yeah. Yeah. Slash like basketball arena for the football team. Not football team. Basketball team. What am I talking about? <laughs> yeah, but if I sell that shit out, I mean that the TLA like fuck in Philly. What? If I sell like Leah Court fucking center, I fucking made it. Fuck that. Like, that's my home. Like, it's like gonna be all these temple kids. Like, I really wanna like I really wanna get more of a base at Temple, to be honest. And I feel like I'm kinda growing that. You know. I'm getting there. Yeah. I wish it happened while I was in school though. I mean you just graduated yeah, like I did. I did. I did. <laughs> relax. Relax. <laughs> But, yeah, I feel like we've been talking about his music so much. Mm. 
And you haven't even told us like what you're working on, your latest single. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. what's going on with that? Let people know where yeah. they can find you. So my music, um, I have a project, I have an album that I'm coming that I'm putting out. Um, I'm gonna give you a release date because by the time it drops, you know, it's probably be a couple weeks or whatever. But my release date would be in December, December twelfth. You know what I'm saying? A little uh, B day special. Um, it's gonna be my release date. It's gonna be something. It's gonna be called. The Villagers Asylum. The Villagers Asylum. That's what I'm going to call it. And it's going to be 12 tracks, 12-12, coming out December. And I'm working very hard on this. What made you think of the name? Um, so, Villagers Asylum, my whole brand, like the village. Um, the Villagers, essentially, in Liberia. So I was born in Liberia, and I lived on like a refugee camp for couple a few years until I came to America when I was like four years old so basically the villagers asylum asylum is basically political asylum you know if you looked up the word asylum it's political asylum seeking refuge from shit that happened like in my the country I was born in civil war um, so basically asylum is seeking political asylum from a country that you can't no longer go to um, and the villagers is basically ties back into the brand the village, you know, Keenville. I want to break that down to Keenville. Ville is just short for village, which is two things. It plays on to Slum Village, which is like a homage to Slum Village. And also just the village, like an actual village in Ghana or Liberia. Shout out to Ghana and Liberia. And do you have a single out right now? Yeah, I have my song. I have one single out. Um, been out for a little bit. Check out the video on YouTube. It's called Kelly Rowland um, by Keenville. It's been liked by... Kelly Rowland herself, feel me? And then her husband. Yeah, Tim Spoon hit me up. Her husband hit me up in uh, the DM, which was dope as fuck. He was fucking with it. Yeah. So go check out Kelly Rowland. Check it out check on it out. YouTube, Spotify, and subscribe, subscribe every platform and SoundCloud. Yes, subscribe, add to your playlist. I have a bunch of amazing songs coming, so don't think that's it, please. And are where are your songs mostly located? Every platform. Um, one platform should Spotify. Fuck it. SoundCloud. I mean, Sound SoundCloud is Sound. You can listen to it on SoundCloud if that's your only means. I would prefer to look at uh, Spotify and every other carriers. But SoundCloud, I have a SoundCloud as well. All right. Before we let Akeem go today. It's only right that we have him freestyle. It's only right. Damn. It's only right. Yeah. Are you ready for this? I mean, I guess so. I might be trash, but whatever. Y'all quoted him earlier because he said he was cocky with his writing. He hears I, a beat. He strings words together. Yeah. So we're going to try this out. Can I ask something? You want to yeah. play a beat for me? Yeah. All right. I can play a beat for you. Then we can have a rap battle. All right. What's up? One, <laughs> two. Right. Yeah, what's up? Play a beat. Okay. Are y'all ready for this? You might be more nervous than me. Can I have some water? Thank you. You gotta get. You gotta warm food. up the vocals. Yes. I'm gonna let the beat play. <sighs> oh shit! It's the beat. Be kind of low. Yeah. 
Yeah, the smoke slipping Before I bust the rhyme Got these lines tight Hold a nine Aiming for the limelight Like who am I? King toast the beat Float colder than the Klondike Got all set to met ya. You seeing through the hindsight It's just a hell of a day Damn you the greatest Could you imagine me thinking That I was something else Now could you imagine Ali Seeking the Walter Belt Man, fuck them punch lines I'm giving the fans something else this killer Dell, they ain't banging a Dell. No game banging with Dells. They rather sleep with a Mac and book your mind at all costs. I bent off the A1 message, don't get lost in the sauce. I'm taking food for your thoughts. No fear, been dead. Fine killing this shit. No need for body bags, no need for body cam. See, I'ma end it on the cam. I'ma end it on the cam. I'ma end it on the cam, yeah. Let's get into it. Let's have a rap battle. Have a rap battle? Yeah, let's have a rap battle. Yo, yo, yo. What you know about me? Um, I'm so cold, I can play in the snow. Alright. What's up? No! <laughs> what's up? What's up? I can what's up? I go all day. You wanna battle, right? You wanna battle, right? You wanna battle. They no. call me Frosty. I'm so cold. What's up? Talk. I'm talking. Oh, alright. <laughs> You're laughing. You're not, you're not ready to battle. You don't want this smoke. Because I'm not trying to embarrass you in front of all the people wow. that are going to be tuning in. Wow, embarrass me. Wow. And you know, I got to, yeah, as my wow. brand, they don't know me as a rapper. Can't but get you, them confused. But you offered, you offered the battle. That's, that's odd. I was just testing you because look, at any day, what if you're walking in the street and then they're like, Yo, Akeem, we oh, heard you got the beats and that you rapping. Wow. That's battle. So that's preparation. You should always have people in your circle that, you know, are getting you prepared. I feel you. Jaffils. <laughs> All right, guys. But before we go, Akeem, you know, share your handles with everyone so they know, again, where to find you. Akeem. And, up, and any upcoming thing that you have for yourself. If you have an event coming on, a show where our guests can come out to, you know, let people know. Yeah, so. My handles is Akeemville, R, Akeemville, uh, A-I-K-E-E-M-V-I-L on every platform. Um, I have my album release, which is going to be December 12th. Um, if you are in Philadelphia, please turn up, come out, turn out, turn out. I want to see you out there. It's going to be amazing. Um, yeah. That's pretty much that's pretty much it. Pretty much it. And leave us with something inspirational. Get us motivated. Listen, listen. I want you guys to soar. Spread your wings. Be quiet. Come on. Uh nah, man. For real, for real. I want everybody to remember, you know, that sometimes that your progress might not be as fast as you might think it would be, but it's always important to look at what you have done because you're always progressing. It's, it's always important to look back at how far you've came and to really appreciate your, your journey, for sure. Yes. Smell the roses. Oh, smell the roses. Smell the roses. You better go out there and smell the roses and appreciate how far you've come. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Redefine Success, episode three. If you yeah. don't already know where to find me, you can find me at Nyanka underscore Paul on Instagram oh. and at my business page, PP Alignment. Thank you guys so much for tuning in.